Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of BNA Panorama Podcast. As you can see, I'm back with a brand new tan, hard to tell with the hoodie, but Adam stayed very pale because he was not in Florida. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just pale in general. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this will be episode 14, and today we're going to be talking about mental health and kind of how COVID has affected that and ways we can overcome it. Yeah, ways we can overcome it, and also kind of our experience with sort of the aspects of mental health. Yeah, I mean, right when the lockdown happened, our brains aren't wired to just stay at home for weeks. So that was always weird for me. I don't know about you, but I had to go on a drive occasionally, and plus gas was like a dollar yeah. thirty. So I went for drives and tried to get out of the house, but it's really taxing on uh, an individual to just stay home. You know, there's a lot of struggles, especially with our generation and our phones. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me as well, you go from seeing 100 people a day with class and then me with football, I'm seeing all these guys every day, going straight from that to driving home for three hours, parking in the driveway, getting in my house, and then going, all right, well, I'm going to be in this house for basically the next three months. I'm not (laughs) going to leave the house. I'm not going to be doing anything. And I guess I was fortunate to work out with a few buddies, but... I only saw three people, I think, that I knew. Living in your parents' basement. (laughs) Yeah. The American dream right there, ladies and gentlemen, to be living in my parents' basement for three months straight. Well, the consequences of that for me were it sometimes just feels like redundant. Like you just wake up, eat, drink, go to sleep. But when you're just staying at home, like, I mean, you know, especially for folks like me that have had physical labor. Fortunately, I did work at UPS. So I did have something to stay active with that night, but also I was actually laid off there for a couple of months just because it was low volume. So I wasn't even actually working throughout April and May. Um, and I know there's a lot of people in the same boat. So, Yeah, I mean, when there's absolutely nothing to do, you're just sitting there waking up. I slept in, well, I shouldn't say I slept in, slept in, because I had check-ins in the morning. Yeah. So I'd wake up at 7.30, check in, do a little speaking thing, and then go right back to sleep for another four hours, mm-hmm. wake up at 12, and then go throughout my day. And yeah, like you said, there was really no purpose to your day when you just wake up and, okay, well, walk around the house or your apartment, <laughs> maybe play some Eat video, some food. Eat some food. <laughs> maybe for me, I ate a little bit too much food. Uh, maybe I'll throw a photo up of me during the height of quarantine. I put on 30 pounds. Oh, yes. That was a fat shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely harming to, not, I mean, I guess mental health, but also physical health. A lot of people yeah. put on a lot of weight and humans aren't meant to be isolated from other humans for that long. And, you know, I'm fortunate because I had my family, I guess, in my house, but you didn't, I mean, you had. I had my family. Yeah. But I mean, again, though, that's still like the same three people and they're all like people you've been around the whole your whole life anyways yeah. so there's not much interaction to be happening there besides <laughs> how was your day or how's your morning good slept yeah, in. yeah good i uh i was really productive i uh <laughs> woke up and yeah i woke up which is impressive yeah, yeah really riveting <laughs> yeah. you know stuff happening there so yeah i mean really i think it makes really, people anxious it does because i mean with zoom too all you're doing there is sitting there anxious to meet someone else or to meet new people. And then when you get a chance to speak with someone else, it's over your phone and you're looking at a pixelated face and your connection butts out and yeah. 
you're sitting there just super frustrated at everything. Maybe this is just me, but it even feels like after this lockdown, people are starting to go out more. The interactions are just taking, like, I don't know, to me anyways, just feels a little weird. Like, social interaction's a little weird, like, almost. Mm -hmm. Because we've been so isolated for so long, and it's, like, wiring our brain against what we've always been doing since the beginning of civilization. Yeah, I, I mean, even greetings, I don't know about you, but every single time that usually you go to shake someone's hand or something, oh, they yeah. either are like, oh, elbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's or really awkward. Like That's what I mean. Meeting, like, people now, it re feels really awkward, like you said. Like, or you have a mask on, you can't see facial expressions, so that's a little bit weird, too, with social interactions. I don't know about you. I can't hear worth anything, really. And so whenever someone says something, I'm used to reading their lips. Mm. I have said what or huh to someone, like, five times in a row after they say something. And it's the... It's really awkward and uh, makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, as I say, after the stupid. third time, you're kind of like, just ignore me. Just forget <laughs> it. Just forget it. You, you know, or what I you mean? just go like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, mm -hmm. You just go along with whatever was said, and you have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Or they ask you a question, and you go, uh huh. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> or we've been, you have you ever been in that situation where you ask the question and then they. Uh, <laughs> They, like, respond wrongly, so then it's, like, awkward because you're like, no, 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 what I meant to say is, like, so you have to, like, guide the, yeah. Yeah, you have to guide the question somewhere else yeah. to make sense. The mental health, though, to make to me anyways, it made a lot of people depressed because, especially going outside, and I guess nobody was saying you couldn't go on walks and stuff. Oh, you had to wear masks and go on walks when you were by the sidewalk. At the beginning, everybody was kind of freaked out, so most people stayed home, and and that just made people depressed because it was kind of like a lot of people had plans and I'm sure a lot of us had great things planned. Like I did myself, like I had plans and then COVID fell through. And I think the the biggest struggle for our generation is going to be to not use this as an excuse and to be a victim to COVID. Like we're going to, like there's going to be a lot of things where people are going to be like, yeah, I was actually on this path and then COVID happened. And then there's going to be a lot of sob stories and like yeah people and there are people that like had relatives that died which is sad but I, I don't know we have to we have to move on from this somehow and as our it's going to be tough for our generation um to Damn, kind of, i know what you're trying to say like yeah traverse through this and persevere yeah and like you know still keep doing what you wanted to do beforehand don't let the plans be washed uh, put you away from doing what you really want to do personally you know it threw me off course and put me into a different course. Like, I'm going to go on a limb and say if there wasn't a lockdown, we wouldn't have this podcast. So, like, let's not pretend also, like, there wasn't actually, like, good things that came out of it yeah. for directions of our lives. Some people not as fortunate, but it's going to be a really tough challenge for us mentally to overcome that obstacle of this COVID fiasco. Yeah, I mean, even now moving forward, the effects of what it not only, like, losing people, but people that had people pass away, um, you don't get to say goodbye to them a lot of times now. Or maybe someone new is brought into the world and you have a baby brother or sister and you can't be there for it because the regulations and the limits don't allow you to say goodbye to a family member that's gonna pass soon. Or, you know, just it, it makes everything a lot harder and a lot more stressful. All of the guidelines put in place, if you go back to school, you can only see this many people or this many days, and everything feels really 
limited and really stressful. Janky. Yeah, and it really is weighing everyone down. And, you know, as us young adults, you feel the pressure of everything and with all the guidelines and everything put down, these are the years that we are supposed to be making relationships that last for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are thinking, oh, I'm gonna meet my future husband or wife during this time period. It's pretty hard to make all these life changing and you know events you remember for life when the government is telling you, you can't go outside, you can't go to bars, you can't go to family house parties, which is ridiculous that you're, they're saying you can't be with your family. But it, everything is being forced to be you can't do this, you can't do that. And when you're being told that you can't do anything, it's really sad. Like that in and of itself is really sad. Well, that's just against the human nature or against the American blood to be told that you can or can't do something. But mm -hmm. we can talk about that. But what I'm concerned about is, especially our generation is when we're finding our ways right now, our plans are so much more dynamic than any of the politicians or even like our parents' age. Like, majority of those people have jobs, and they already kind of have life sorted out. They might have kids, might be married. You know, for us, we're not married. You know, I don't have, like, a full-time job, you know, and, like, whether you go to school or not, that's still you finding your way. And so COVID happening directly derailed, like, just about everybody from their plans. So how are we going to – how are we going to wipe things up and clean clean it up and get back to, to normal? And that just takes a lot of time. They They say – so this is now looking in the last 700 years. There's a pandemic about every century. The lasting effects from the pandemics last for about 30 years. So my point is, is we can all be victims and say, yeah, this would have happened if COVID wouldn't happen. But for me anyways, it's like we got to move past that because it's going to be lasting for a while. It's not just going to disappear. It doesn't just go away. We as people, and that, that can make us anxious, right? I mean, yeah. It makes me anxious. It's like, holy, like, man, this could affect my whole life. Like, pretty powerful. <laughs> it's the uncertainty of it, for sure. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Is there going to be, is the vaccine going to be 100% effective? Or There's, back then, yeah. we didn't even know if there was going to be a vaccine. And they made revolutionary technology to figure it out. But even then, for all those months where we were so uncertain of the future, it kept weighing down on everyone. And moving forward, a lot of people are still uncertain if they're going to be able to return to their old jobs, if the way they were living before is going to be sustainable now. Because a lot of people lost their jobs when they came back. It's a completely different dynamic than it was before. And so everyone is trying to adapt right now. And I think that's why there's an increased rate of depression and anxiety among everyone, really, during this entire thing, especially those still locked in yeah is just because of the uncertainty and everything that's in place to go off of, of that with 30 years um 50 of businesses are small businesses are expected to be closed throughout this year so like there are going to be lasting effects and i feel horrible for small business owners that are now put out of business uh so there are definitely people that are going to be falling victim to covid but Especially for our generation, like we just got to be able to move on and like somehow we got to create like positive change in one another and understand that this struggle wasn't just Republican or Democrat. Like, COVID doesn't discriminate, and it it's also like 
what uh, under a one well for people our age specifically it's like a point zero zero one fatality rate like less than a percent so I don't know like we have to figure out as people how to come together from this because I feel like this is all it's done is just polarized us further apart but if we all understand that this is a human struggle and we all understand that we can well we've discussed this before free will versus fate well we haven't discussed it but we said we would i think to, to, right now is a good time to discuss free will versus fate when you're born like the fate is like wherever you're from the circumstances you have that is what you were born with that was like your fate like there's nothing you could do about that mm -hmm. there's you couldn't change that but i think once you're born and you're you know put into society there comes a point in your life where you i think majority of people are able to change like we can all make the choice like to to get out of like rough neighborhoods and like these aren't easy choices and these require sacrifices that a lot of people struggle to make so i think if we have free will and we understand that we all are in this together then we should allow everybody to do what they want yeah i think that's you that, know to piggyback off that that's kind of what is causing the mental health crisis with COVID is the feeling of you have no choice of what's happening. And, you know, like you said, moving forward, take the action kind of back in your own hands. And if you want to do something, don't be afraid to not pursue that because of COVID. Yeah. You need to still live life and you need to take your free will by its reins and continue to do what you love. And, you know, there might still be guidelines and stuff in place that go against what you want to do. But do everything you can to continue doing that. Like football, for example, it's it has not been easy to get that started up again. Mm -hmm. But there's such a passion for everyone that's involved that they're still making it happen and they're pushing back against perseverance. That's a virtue. Mm -hmm. You gotta you know get through the wade through the crap in order to get to what you want to do. Yes, and it's tough, but you gotta do it. You know, it's if you really want something, you're gonna you're gonna attract things similar to it at the very least. Yeah, and we just talked about that today. Um, when you when you want something and you pursue it, like just human nature, like things will gravitate towards what you're the energy you're putting out. Like eventually it will, mm -hmm. and it might not be exactly what I want, what you want, but uh, it's around the same. It's still something that you're going to enjoy, and I, I just personally feel I can feel that with a podcast. It's something I personally enjoy. Like you just feel it. Like it doesn't. There's no, I don't know, we, we preach happiness a lot, but what does that even mean? I think uh, meaning is found in personal responsibility. So, like, taking this podcast, that's a personal responsibility, and I'm so glad that people are, like, able to listen. And I don't even necessarily, like, we've discussed this as well. Like, it's not really a fan base. Like, it's community. It is, and mm -hmm. I love it. So, I appreciate uh, everything. <clears throat> I'm not tearing up. That's just <laughs> me clearing my throat to preface. But no, I mean, it does definitely move me. I would say, I will say that, but the community and how I, I just want uh, a better future for our kids as well. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have, <laughs> that was a good sentiment. I, could, I don't think I could have said anything better myself there. Just to add on, I guess, you know, about attracting the energy you put out and you know good vibes attract good vibes sort of thing i think with to tie that in with the whole 
everyone is feeling the strains of COVID and mental health and a lot of depression is becoming more prevalent now. If you are able to put out good vibes and have a good day, kind of share it with other people. Like don't be afraid to hide that you're having a good day, I guess. And keep pursuing what you wanna do and find what makes you happy during all of this and keep going for what you want. No, see, though, I disagree with that. Don't find what makes you happy. What makes you happy? Well, it's per person. Yeah, I know, but like, I just don't think you pursue what makes you happy. I think you pursue personal responsibility. That doesn't always make you happy, but that gives you purpose. And the purpose is where you find the fulfillment, which occasionally is happy, but like not constantly happy. There's no such, I think, I think we're chasing a false, of a ghost that you can never catch in happiness like that's just you don't just go and get it's not get a job make money retire and be happy it's like no like you can only drink pina coladas on a beach for so long before you want to do something like if the society's perfect you know the saying is well then somebody's going to just rip to shreds and see what happens because we want conflict we want to overcome things we want to find personal responsibility because like when we feel lost what what is well what's the basis of feeling lost it's like well, we don't know what we're doing. Well, okay, so, well, look what you're doing right now. What are some things that you could, you know, for me personally, what are some small things that you could do that find give you personal responsibility? And we've already discussed this, but something as simple as making your bed is, like, a personal responsibility that, like, at the as shallow as this is, like, even something like that can give, like, some sort of meaning because it's like, all right, there's some order. And we've also discussed this. It's like music. Life is life is like music. It's like all these sounds are put together and you got to try to make it harmonious all at once. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's sad sounding. Sometimes it's janky sounding. But when we find order and personal responsibility, that's what leads to fulfillment. To me, that's And that's my personal view. And I think we've been led astray, especially as our generation, is just to pursue what you like and what makes you happy. And I, you know, to a degree, that's like obviously you should do things that make you happy, not just do things that you hate. But you'll know what what interests you. What I found interesting is I heard somebody say one time, pay attention because something that engages you for even 30 seconds, pay attention to what that is. Look at at the root because whatever that is, you know, that's most likely something that you could take on as a personal responsibility in some way, make it better for future generations. And there's something really fulfilling about that. You know, like we we don't do this podcast necessarily just to be happy. Well, yeah. Like, this is like it's our, per- it, you know what I mean? I know. So, yeah, yeah I guess when I, so when I said, find what makes you happy, you're not so much just chasing happiness, like you said. You're finding a purpose that gives you fulfillment in your day. And in turn, I think happiness and fulfillment in something almost coincide in a sense. Yes. But if you're chasing just happiness, you're missing the piece of the puzzle. Yes. That is actually going to give you fulfillment. Because I think there's is- a lot of pain and suffering in this world. So yeah. when you're pursuing something to have personal responsibility, there's going to be pain and suffering induced from it. It's just, you know, that's just part of the journey, but you got to embrace it. So to me anyways, that's, that's, yeah, like you said, you know, I wasn't necessarily disagreeing with you, but I hear that all the time. I've really just thought about that because I just, I'm not convinced that just pursuing what makes you happy is, is actually the correct response. Yeah. I think it's misinterpreted and, overstated and it's sort of like if you keep saying something like find your happiness or find what makes you happy your people are not understanding kind of how I think we're understanding it in a sense of 
self-fulfillment and finding a purpose is what kind of brings enjoyment and self-worth yeah. rather than just, oh, I'm so happy right now. This is amazing. Like pina coladas on the beach every day. You know, you got to kind of, if you're going to eat the cake, you got to eat your carrots too, like you said about the bad things. You know, not to be confused with eating carrot cake. Cause... Takes a good and evil, and that's just part of life. I guess and another thing that I heard, or we heard, is suffering is actually subjective. Like, you don't ever technically ever have to be suffering. Like, it's just a mindset. Like, even if you're in pain, you don't have to be suffer. Which is interesting. I'm not really... I'm not sure, you know? Like, I think... I personally believe that just being born in itself is pain and suffering because like you're, you're dying like from birth you already like have a date that you're gonna die so I think there is pain and suffering but I think to what degree it is a mindset so I don't know if it's completely obsolete well I mean if life is both suffering and enjoyment yeah because if you're gonna suffer that also means that more than likely you're gonna have enjoyable moments in your life but you're going to have to have suffering within it because you know it's finite, which was what makes enjoyable moments so much more enjoyable. And that time to find what brings you self-worth and fulfills you that much more enjoyable because you know it's a finite amount of time before you know you kick the bucket. And so I think that the mindset of going and figuring out what kind of drives you and gives you purpose isn't necessarily happiness, but it's something that keeps people focused on something that isn't COVID and it isn't the depressive mindset about all the bad things that are happening. And if you are focusing on that sort of thing and what drives you and you know that there's going to be tough times ahead, but you got to kind of embrace the suck and really dig down deep and enjoy the great things that I think is going to attract other people to think that way you know you put out those vibes and that mentality other people are going to see you either succeeding or maybe they talk to you and they go wow this person is doing pretty well what are they thinking what are they doing and it kind of attracts each other so i guess the solution to you know helping others with mental health during covid is do your own thing and figure out what brings you self-purpose and drives you every morning like when you get out of bed Find something that has purpose that day. And if everyone else kind of sees you, you know, they see you doing that or they understand what you're doing and everyone kind of starts doing that, I think that kind of is going to start helping build a new mindset. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Energy is reciprocal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would also compare like chasing happiness, almost like chasing after the lottery. Like it just seems like, oh, once you hit it, like you're good for life. Like it's just like you're happy, like it's constant, but I would say I would say fulfillment's more so like a passive income. It just constantly comes every like based on your initial work that you put in, like it'll just keep like fulfillment just keeps coming like every, you know, every day. So that's a little different than happiness to me. It's kind of a funny analogy because the lottery people, a lot of people who win the lottery, they end up losing all the money right away, and I guess it's like if someone has a really great moment of their life, they kind of yeah, it's up really high and then right back down again because well, it's like the people that do cocaine that have it what is it the dopamine gets used so much that after they're done the next day they're depressed because like the dopamine levels are just shot it's kind of the same thing it's like it's such a high that it just like it's gonna come you have to be sustainable you know what i mean yeah, yeah exactly no i i, I know what you mean <laughs> no but 
it's a very valid point to, you know, understand that you need something that's sustainable yeah. rather than hit the lottery and go throughout. And I think a lot of people are waiting for that with COVID and this tough time. Everyone's kind of waiting for that jackpot, like something to happen. Well, that's what GameStop cleared. even like. <laughs> yeah, GameStop. If you invest in GameStop and you pay. Dogecoin, like people like just want to an instant, you know, and, and money has in itself means to give you things that like you know would make you happy you know and i don't think you can buy happiness but i think like you can take a lot of stress out of your life that's causing you to not be happy but i think people concerned about the money too much they're concerned about the money but rather i think it's found in the responsibility in the world and if the money follows you then that's great but like i know people that do stuff that or just like are really pursuing something they don't necessarily get paid a bunch but it's like fulfilling and it's awesome and they love it and it, that doesn't like nothing else matters it shouldn't and nothing else really does matter yeah a lot of people don't have something like that and yeah we know, struggle like, we all struggle to find that you know i sure yeah. as hell do i mean nobody out here has got this world figured out either like this is just the antidote to pain and suffering in the world. Like, I don't have claim to have the answers. Nobody claims to have the answers. You really make of it what you want. So, I mean, I personally, though I'm of the philosophy of the only way to make this feel like it's not useless and just purposeless is to make do something that makes it less sufferable for future generations in a good way. Like, the Founding Fathers did the same thing. Like, setting it so the hierarchy wasn't... Uh, ruling over the you know it's always class warfare so it's like we need to bridge the gap and make it attainable to actually achieve to get up in the social up in the hierarchy because there's nothing to aim for then what's the purpose you know what i mean so i think that is important well that's a good way to end it yeah i I was gonna say i think that's probably yeah a good spot to end it at today yeah well you know what took a week off as you went to florida but had an enjoyable experience in disneyland it sounds like a little bit of tan (laughs) a little bit if you look closely you can see a nice little sunglass tan line i already ripped on that for a little bit so all right well that concludes today's episode thank you for tuning in be great be built different